G'day guys, how you going? Welcome to Warrior by Design. I'm your host, Benjamin John. Oh, I can't stop laughing, guys. Um, yeah, today's episode I'm recording is about the body, funnily enough, and um, <laughs> what we know about it or what we don't know about it or so on and so forth. Each of us having our own individual experience with that. But, you know, today has been so funny for me in regards to really having stuff going on within my body, right? And if I'm honest, it doesn't happen all the time, but it certainly happens. And, you know, I just, I suppose I just wanted to touch about a little bit about, well, what we see as what we know and what we don't know, right? And I've touched on this a little bit before, but we sort of, you know, we talk about the things that we know, we don't, you know, we don't, the things we know, we know, the things we know, we don't know, and the stuff we don't know, we don't know. From my personal experience, right, which is all I can truly talk about is my personal experience with the body. Now, while I've read many things, many documents through my masters and, you know, scientific explanations and so forth, and while I've read all these top, all these types of documentation and information and whatever, what I experience and what I what I experience within my own body and what I've experienced over the years has been at times very different and challenges some of the stuff that I'm told, right? Now, what do I mean by that? Well, the funny thing of it is about the body is I've, I've my body specifically, I've put it through a lot, you know, more than most in some areas, you know, and not as much in other as others in other areas. You know, with my special forces background, I was able to push my physical body to extremes that I'd wouldn't have even seen possible before my training and lead up to that, right? And even now in my 40s, the fitness that I had when I was in, you know, a special forces unit, commando unit, when I had the fitness I had then versus the fitness I had net have now wouldn't be comparable in the scale of what people would see is being an athlete. And what people would see as being, you know, an everyday Joe. But the interesting thing is, you know, my body remembers a lot, you know, like even though people would look at me and even potentially think I'm a, I'm a bit overweight, doctors would probably tell me that, BMI would say that, all these, all, all these type of things, right? When I go to gyms, when I do things, I'm able to do these at a level that wouldn't be normally seen as entry level, right? It's beyond what someone would, what a normal, well, what's normal, right? But what someone would classify as a normal person coming into a gym for the first time, never done exercise, um, or even done a bit of exercise, even potentially paid a bit of some sports recreationally, and come into the gym and what they're able to achieve. Now, do I do I exercise like I used to? No. Heck no, actually. Do I exercise? Yes. Do I go for walks? Do I do things? You know, do I meditate? Do I stretch? Yeah, I do those things. Do I do them all the time? No. 
But the interesting thing about the body is what I've realized is it actually it actually amazes me all the time. Now, when I first joined the army, I was only young, I was 18. I was, you know, reasonably, you know, I trained a little bit before getting in, obviously, and I was reasonably fit when I got in. I that grew and was pushed to the limits majorly you know, throughout my training. But beyond that, the, the body's also amazing in a lot of areas, right? I've also given my body a lot of abuse with alcohol, recreational drugs, not recreational drugs, prescription drugs. I'll punish my body, you know, punish my body in so many ways. You know, not eating healthily, eating, you know, what would be seen as a disgusting diet for some, you know, and not caring, not really thinking about what's going in my body. I've also punished my body or I wouldn't say punished, but I've also, I would say abused. I've abused my body and not looked after it as, you know, the physical body that's allowed me to have all the experiences in life. Right now in those moments, my body's just as extraordinary in the sense that how it can rebound. Now, how do these link? Well, one, I was I would say that I was at a fitness level of an athlete, an extreme athlete at times in certain, certain areas, right? And many, many, many years later, over 20 years later, my body still remembers. If I go to the gym, I can still work out to a point of that would be seen above normal above normal standards potentially now how is that when i haven't potentially really worked out at all over the last 20 odd years in the sense that i could achieve that or maintain that fitness and how can my body through all the abuse i put it through drugs alcohol you know food that just wasn't right, wasn't good. How can my body repair itself? How can my, how does my body repair itself? How does my body come back to a state of balance or normality or one of that's being cleansed of that, those type of behaviors or remembering certain types of experiences, what we call, I suppose, muscle memory, you know, um, well, I just find the body so amazing, you know, like I've even put my body through uh, ceremonies, right? Certain ceremonies that would be, you know, everyone go, a lot of people go into and they, you know, you, you go into these spaces and people are telling you, oh, you know, you're going to be throwing up and you're going to experience, you're going to be purging, you're going to be doing all this sort of stuff. And the interesting thing was when I went into that experience, I knew that wouldn't be the case for me. Why? Because I truly believed that um, due to a surgery I had, throwing up isn't ideal for me. Now, I could have gone into that experience with a fear, right? Because if, that, if I technically shouldn't be throwing up and or technically it's not a great experience for me, going into an experience where everyone's telling you, you know, 
99.9% of people purge and they purge quite heavily, you know, fiercely. Could have been quite fearful. But I went into that experience with a belief that, that I wouldn't have that experience and that there'd be my body would find another way to cleanse itself from that experience, right? And in that experience of you know, frog medicine, it's called frog medicine. And in, a, in that experience, um, well, it's not called frog medicine, but that's one of the names for it. Um, my body went through a lot of the other experiences everyone else did. Though when it came to the purging part, my body reacted by profusely sweating. And when I say profusely, you would, would have seen my body, it was covered in water. It was almost like I had a layer of water on my whole body. Why do I bring that up? Because the body's a really interesting thing. We get told the medical aspects of things. We get told, you know, the biological aspects of things. We get told, you know, our body parts and some basic information in the general public. And then you do a bit of more research and you get told about chemicals and, you know, neurons and cells and all these all these other aspects of our body that you can really look into as well we're also told from one viewpoint of what our body is what it's capable of and how it operates now why i'm not a scientist what i can talk about is my personal experience now my body time and time again has amazed me of what it's capable of when it comes to healing, when it comes to repair, when it comes to memory, when it comes to endurance, when it comes to you know capabilities of I wouldn't say control, but capabilities of being able to operate in ways that I wanted to operate. You know, we talked about. We we talk we're gonna you know we'll talk about energy and things like that and all those sort of aspects and you know through the sciences everything's everything is energy right but I really find interesting the whole concept of the body and the way that we know it to be in the in the general you know general public or general awareness of society and the more and more of had experiences with my body, the more and more I've challenged a lot of these things, you know, like for instance, many, many, many years ago, I believe that there was men or men and women weren't able to run the quarter mile in under, I believe it was four seconds. Don't quote me on that or four minutes. Sorry whatever it was. The point is though, it got to a point where one person decided that they didn't believe that. Now they were told at the time, medically, this was impossible. You can't do it. The human body isn't built that way. It's just not achievable. It took one person to have the belief that this was possible. And that person did achieve that. Now, these people were professional athletes. They were running. Did they have the same 
science and technology and understanding and awareness in training that we do today? No, but they were professional athletes. Once that one person broke that barrier of what they were told they could not achieve, I believe it was days or not even weeks later, another person did, another person, another person, and so on and so forth. And now there's athletes around the world that are running times that are just amazing still to this day. And why I bring that up is sometimes we're told things that are and aren't achievable, but necessarily our experiences don't fit that if we truly look into our own experiences and if we truly believe into people that have had experiences beyond that. Now, some of these experiences like healing, you know, miraculous healings and, you know, people that have come, you know, spontaneous healings and all this type of stuff that happen or people having these, you know, um, remaculous um, experiences even, like in meditation or with some of these medicines I was talking about or even some people with recreational drugs or whatever these experiences are, they're not always explainable, right, through science. Now, people will say, oh, yeah, you know, it was the chemicals going on in your brain and this happened and that happened. It allowed you to, you know, to have that euphoric experience and so on and so forth. But what about these stories of people that have healed from things that they've been told they shouldn't heal from or couldn't heal from? What about those experiences? Now, we can dismiss them and maybe maybe it is false but those that have experienced this or experienced someone that has done this or how can you tell those people that this isn't true i don't know because at one stage we're told that we couldn't run a distance in a certain time it was physically impossible and today people smash those records So I suppose what I, where I'm getting at with this is with experience, our own experiences and that that we believe to be true, at times allow us to have experiences that may challenge what we be, we're told to be true or we're told to that, that that's that's the measure, that's 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 the achievable result that we can have and what i like to do is not necessarily go in either direction right but certainly within my own experiences in life within my own awareness with my own body allow myself to have experiences to be able to measure from from personal experience from my personal beliefs from my personal awareness now, do I suggest that, you know, science and medic- medicine and all that stuff isn't apparent? Well, no, definitely not, because I think it's allowing us to really understand and explore 
things that we may not have even thought about understanding or exploring, you know, through not through normal means. So not at all. But what I would say is that the more I experience for myself, the more I don't necessarily believe everything I'm told just because it's told by a scientist or a doctor or, or, you know, someone who's a spiritual leader or someone who's, you know, a millionaire or someone who's a major, you know, a, a pub, public figure or whatever the scenario is. For me personally, I'm having my own experiences and I do things my own way. Now, there was a time, you know, there's a lot, what, what we've got to think of, like, there's a lot of these, a lot of these um, modalities or a lot of these areas like science and medicine where it's always evolving, right? It's always growing. And there were times within those areas that some of the stuff that we're doing today or we're talking about today or, you know, we would say that we know to be true today. Not too long ago, potentially even within my lifetime or my father's lifetime or mother's lifetime, And before that, you know, if we go right back, some of these people would have been labelled as witches or, you know, out someone who's thinking outside the box or who are these, how, you know, who are these people that are, you know, challenging what we know to be true? And, you know, if you were to bring modern medicine instantly into those eras, you'd be labelled as a freak. You'd be labelled as someone that is... maybe a free thinker or maybe a conspiracy theorist or maybe, as I said, a witch or someone who's, you know, whatever. You get the point. So it gets to, so what I'm, where I'm going with this is if we can come from that place where today we know what we know to be true, but back then we knew what we knew to be true and we've been able to evolve to where we have today, what does the future hold? What's, what are we going to find out? What are we going to, you know, what's going to come to our awareness or our experience with what we can, can see, you know, through a microscope or not, or what, what we, you know, what we know now to be the laws of physics or the laws of, you know, quantum physics or the laws of, you know, the universe. Who knows what that's going to look like in the future? So for me personally, I don't believe there's any definites in anything, to be honest. You know, like, I know that's very controversial for some. And look, happy to be challenged because there's no definite in that either, right? In what I'm saying. But the point is, if we're so set in the way we see things and experience things, how can we truly get to know who we are? How can we get to truly know this body? Who can, how can we get to truly know what it is that allows us to have the experiences we have? Now, today, for me, while I was having all these bodily experiences, not too long ago, I would have really, like, I, I mean, I had the experiences and I was going through them and I was having, you know, when I say experiences, like I was, had, what would you, well, I don't even know what you'd call it. It was all... I don't label them anymore. So in the past, I would have said fear, anxiety, blah, 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 blah. But I certainly, I felt that, you know, the cloudiness, the 
the chest, all those experiences through in my body that used to be my day-to-day, second-by-second, minute-by-minute life, I started to experience some of that today. Now, what I found amazing was when I was able to sit in that and kind of just observe it. Now, not too long ago, I wouldn't even be able to do that and I would have been caught in that and I would have been in a spiral, you know. Now, for me, it was an amazing experience today to be able to just sit and observe that and what is that and why am I experiencing that? And funnily enough, a lot of it had to do with what I believed or what I thought to be true or what I thought to be happening in that moment, right? Now, when I was able to challenge some of those thoughts, beliefs, and what I thought I was experiencing, it didn't take long to realize that I had a choice whether I wanted to experience it that way. Did I still have those experiences? Yes. Was some of it still overwhelming? Yes, I'm not going to lie. But I did come to a point of being able to have choice. Now, while my diagnoses, or many of them are, you know, I was diagnosed with PTSD. You know, I was also told by the medical community, this is something that it's a brain scar, right? I'm going to have it for life and it is what it is. Now, is that true? I don't know. I'd like to challenge it. I don't, I don't want to have that. I don't want to believe that to be true. And I'd like to challenge it. Now, my, if I speak from my personal experience and not what I've been told, I can certainly say that I've come a long way from wanting to kill myself and that those experiences within my body being a lot more heightened and being my everyday, you know, minute to minute, second to second experiences to where I am today, where I can have that moment where I'm experiencing from a sort of stepping back point of view some of that stuff is huge for me. Now, if I was to listen to what I was told that this was going to be my experience for the rest of my life, very, it could have been very easy to stay where I was in the second to second, minute by minute, instead of moving to where I am to being able to create choice. So long story short, what is our body? What is your body for you? What are you experiencing? If that we've been told to be true or that we've been told to be our reality, to be our experience, or even to be our past, Even that that we experienced in our past, in our reality, in our experiences. If choice exists, can we explore possibilities to have a different experience? Now, this isn't in just the dark stuff or the the overwhelming stuff. This is in the day-to-day stuff. Getting through, your, getting through your work on a daily basis, 
you know, deadlines, uh, you know, just meeting appointments, being somewhere at a certain time, having normal day-to-day -day stresses of bills and family and all those sort of scenarios. Wanting to excel in an area, you know, feeling like you've hit a crossroad or a blockage or however you want to word it, coming to a point where you believe that something's challenging you moving forward or past or beyond what you're currently experiencing. If some of this heavier stuff is able to be experienced in a different way, and if some of that knowledge that we've been told is evolving and being able to be challenged over the years, is it possible that what we're experiencing in this moment, be it an overwhelming scenario, a challenging one, or one that's even potentially crippling. If that's the case, and if there's possibility for change, is it worth exploring? There are, there are things out there to help us explore some of this stuff. There are techniques, there are strategies, there is information. Everyone is different, but there's something available for everyone. And if you want to explore how to move past or beyond the current experience. Well, here at Warrior by Design, that's what we're all about. We're gonna start diving into some of these areas of how do we challenge some of this stuff? What is it that current science or we're told from doctors that's our current information of awareness? And even what's some of the esoteric stuff that's out there that maybe challenges some of that. Whatever it is for you, there's something out there. Thank you for being with me today. A lot of love to you. Speak to you soon. Well, thank you for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please take the time to like, share, and subscribe. It really does make a difference. It helps others out there explore their warrior, create a life of choice by design, and be all that they wish to be. Remember, explore, create, and be.